commencing Operation Liberation. In this episode of the podcast, our host will attempt to compare both sides and have pros and cons when it and actually you must choose the lesser of two evils. Although I am completely confident these three hosts do not know how to convey this statement with that out of the way, let us continue with the show. Welcome to the podcast where we are currently recapping the events of Transformers IDW 2005 Continuity. I'm Onyx Prime with my two co-hosts here. Hi, I'm Computron. Hi, I'm Kilobyte. Moving on with our comic discussion for today's episode takes us to IDW Drift, Empire of Stone. And as always, spoiler warning. So if you haven't read it already, we highly recommend you go back, read the comics, then listen to the podcast. Now, onwards. Oh wait, I do have some information. We will be doing a new giveaway. Be sure to stick around for the end of the podcast. Figure out the details below. All right, let's continue forward. Sounds exciting. Both Computron and myself have read this series already, but this is Kilobyte's first time, and we are excited to hear his thoughts. But before we can dive into that, Computron, do you mind telling us some fun facts about this comic? Yeah. So there are a total of four issues for this comic. Uh, the first issue was released November 26, 2014. And the fourth and last issue was released February 25th, 2015. The writer was Shane McCarthy. So the artist is Guido Guidi and inks by Stephen Baskerville. And colors by John Paul Bove and pencils by Marcello Ferraria. Okay, so for issue one... The, two De- or the twin Decepticons working under Grit are a pair of Desperados from the first episode of the Victory anime, with additional characters such as Hellbat making a cameo of the same anime. Uh, the leader of this team of Decepticons is a Generation 1 incarnation of Robots in Disguise, Megatron, with the only real difference being the presence of Decepticon symbols on his shoulders. He is unnamed this issue. Issue 2 would reveal his name in the continuity to be Gigatron, which is the Robots in Disguise character's original Japanese name. In Issue 3, during his rant, Hellbat claims that Cybertronians don't reproduce. In the IDW continuity alone, there are at least two different methods of Transformer reproduction that have been repeatedly alluded to and occasionally shown up on panels. He might be referring to biological methods of procreation or something, or he might just be totally bad scrapped insane. <laughs> Probably the former. <laughs> in the final issue, Drift's frequent comparison to X-Men frontman Wolverine in his early appearance makes it very hard to see Maneuver 7 and not think Fastball Special. I believe this is the second time this move from this move from the X-Men has been referenced. Hmm. Yeah, so. yeah. I think the first time was with Optimus. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Kilobyte, do you mind giving us a short summary of these comics? Will do. After capturing a trio of troublemaking Decepticons, the Wandering Drift is joined by Ratchet to investigate a larger threat. And stranded on an alien world and imprisoned by Gigatron, Drift, Ratchet, and Grit 
must work together to learn the Decepticons' plan for the planet's mysterious stone army. In this week's episode, we're giving a shout out to Myla. Thank you so, so much. You are awesome and you have amazing art. If you want to support them, get, please give them a follow over on Twitter at Myla underscore X-A-N. You are amazing. And as always, this information has been taken from the wiki. Fantastic. Shall we get started? We shall. We shall. We start off with Drift. You know, the one, you remember him. The Rodimus had to, you know, kick him off the ship, had him blame himself for Overlord, and banish. Well, it looks like he's doing alright, saving aliens from the Decepticons. Not as an Autobot, but as a bot working with the Galactic Council. Thoughts on this development and thoughts on Ratchet eventually finding him. I, 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 I see him, like, I could see him being kind of this sort of, I don't know if it's a kind of mercenary type deal, but like he was a Decepticon. He left the Decepticon. He joined the Autobot. He left the Autobot. And so now it's just, it's just drift. So like I could see him, you know, serving a bigger purpose in yeah, the Redman scheme. Drifting through the cosmos, trying to find himself. <laughs> I do. Uh, I do like that uh, when he uh, first encounters Grit and his two lackeys and then, you know, throws them in jail and just how you know for whatever the reason is is like saying that he was going to take these lackeys to the galactic council and they're like no 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 yeah the interrogation scene where they're like (laughs) they immediately start spilling the beryllium beans yep it's fantastic and then grit's like throwing a fit (laughs) so good oh he was talking about how proud he was i'm a decepticon through and through you can do i'll never crack (laughs) (laughs) yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then like behind it the two lackeys are like hey we'll crack it we'll tell you don't take yeah. us to the galactic council it's so good uh, i like the ratchet found him so that's cool yeah it's very heartwarming and base is huge i wonder how he did that yeah must be a tracker of some kind mm. autobot shuttle that must be it <laughs> <laughs> i also like how uh how well or how well drift has been taking care of the place because everything on that ship is nice clean and well maintained i'm being sarcastic <laughs> absolutely absolutely <laughs> everything is hunky dory i think that's the earth term yeah. <laughs> we then arrive at this huge hidden decepticon base and then end up getting caught he is brought to a bot that doesn't see much light gigatron you know the guy who looks a lot like megatron from the rd 2001 series interesting interesting anyway mega he's trying to pull the mummy (laughs) three here and when i'm saying the mummy three i mean awaken in an army of stone very original what are our thoughts on this character Uh, i like his design i was happy to see him i didn't think uh i would see him because i know uh he was mostly uh, in the japan cartoons uh, mm-hmm. but I really like his attitude and like how he, like, he really looks like an emperor just on his alt mode and design alone and especially sitting in that throne. So uh, yeah. I was, I was excited to see where this was going to lead to. His design I, is almost exactly how it was in the anime. Wow. I, uh, I thought like when I first got introduced to Gigatron, uh, I thought he looked a lot like, um, Megatron from Beast Wars. Yeah, uh, in, yeah. In the sense of like 
he had like that beast looking armor but specifically like i think on his arm he had like that tail kind of uh weapon i don't know if that makes any sense at all yeah i could see you're talking about when uh megatron gets that dragon form in beast wars right yes yeah yeah so we've talked a little bit about grit but i really enjoy grit's character development in this volume going from a pure hardcore Decepticon to working with the Autobots only because the other Decepticons think he is an Autobot. This is just fantastic. <laughs> it's just funny because like yeah, it's just the back and forth arguing it's like, no, I'm not an Autobot. I was a prisoner. And they're like, why are you alive then? He's like, well, well <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and instead of arguing, he's like, there's no way you, or the one guy is like, there's no way you can be a Decepticon. If you're a true Decepticon, then why are you an Autobot prisoner? And the guy like looks at uh he looks like Drift and uh Ratchet and goes, Did this guy really just say that? Yeah, yeah it's so good. <laughs> it's funny. There's a lot of good puns in here. Speaking of which, I also really enjoy Ratchet's plan to escape the prison, which is Drift gets on the ground and plays dead. No one will know. The guards are stupid here, you know. They they know exactly what's happened. And I think it's funny that they are also in on the escape. I, I love the the whole interaction because we uh, Grit's friend shows up to help him, and they're like, "No, it's unconscious. He's losing energy." And he's like, "Yeah, I'm not falling for that. You just want me to go in there, and then you can jump me." And I'm like, "Wow!" It was thought throughly, you know, thoroughly, through and through. <laughs> yeah, plot conveniences. Lagarde was also helping them and lets them out. So in the biggest of plot twists, Hellbat, Gilchron's right-hand bot, has already found the Stone Army and is using the spare parts from living Cybertronians to awaken this army. What are your guys' thoughts? I, I thought it was very interesting because they're made out of stone, so I wasn't sure how well like Cybertronian parts are going to like mix well with that army. Uh, I think it's an interesting concept uh, what they're trying to do. Uh, it's kind of horrifying because he probably killed a bunch of bots just to get that army up and running. I guess a Decepticon thing to do. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, like, it's kind of interesting, especially since we're in, like, phase two of the IDW continuity, that um, we're starting to see the writers try to experiment with different ways uh, to create robots, I guess. Like, because, you know, in Sins of the Wreckers, we had... I guess the Maximals kind of thing. And even before that, in Windblade, when they're, right, and even Combiner Wars, when they're exploring all the colonies and all the different types of Cybertronians. I mean, this one kind of makes sense, but I was also thinking, well, the integrity of these <laughs> robots aren't going to be very strong. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like sure. they're trying to find a way to expand and growth of the current population, which yeah. has been dwindled from the 4 million year war. Yep. Yeah, it's very interesting. Let's take a quick ad break, shall we? We shall. Hey, Computron, what you drinking there? Just some Anjex. Swerve said someone at the bar bought me a drink. Nice. I noticed you've been tired lately. Would you be interested in... Nope! Nope, nope. Onyx already gave me some. I don't want any more K-Juice. Not taking any chances. Even if the podcast needs Shanix, we'll find another way. About that... You didn't. You did, didn't you? I bought you that drink and mixed it with K-Juice because I thought you would like it. 
Get over here, you little scraplet! Purchasing K juice, you agree to the following terms and conditions. K juice Corp is not responsible for any possible crimson contained inside the juice box or any mischievous gaming plans that may arise after consumption. Other side effects may include mouth moving faster than the brain module, spontaneous outbursts, random blackouts, and other electrical malfunctions. Oh, Primus, help me! What is our thoughts about the chaos that breaks out and the storm army is finally awakened? Chekhov's gun, anyone? <laughs> I, I think it was a fun fight and a fun, uh, like an interesting revelation that Hellbat has been like giving Gigatron the wrong information and he's just trying to take control of his army and create a, an even bigger army from that. Uh, yeah. You ever so. get the feeling that Gigatron is Megatron and Hellbat is Starscream? <laughs> In this uh, yeah, but I would say that Hellbat is a little bit more successful than Starscream. Yeah, you know? that's what I was going to say. Because Gigatron yeah, seems unaware. I think Megatron would always be aware of what Starscream is trying to do. You say that, but Starscream is now the ruler of Cybertron. So, I mean... Yeah, but, you know, Mega Megatron was taking a little dirt nap for a little bit. So, <laughs> I do like Hellbat's team design. Like, they look very yeah. different than most bots we've seen right now. Like, they have more sharpie edges and, like, uh, like a different head sculpt and all that. I really like uh, how they look. Yeah, yeah, they're very unique. Yeah. I, it's almost kind of like all these guys. Like, I guess you would consider this, like, the outer rim of the system. They kind of almost look like they would mesh well with, like, Death of Cyrus's squad. Like the, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, for well, sure. Yeah. Death of Cyrus is also from victory yep. anime so that would make sense right yeah what are our thoughts on drift's plan getting gigatron's help to fight hellbat and his golden army i mean sorry wrong movie i mean sorry wrong thing um <laughs> fight the stone army i thought it was funny because they blamed grit for being an autobot and then gigatron's now fighting with the autobots to right. fight hellbat <laughs> just a, a lot of back and forth and then it ended up being Hellbath, the one that betrayed the actual Decepticons. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Who's a true Decepticon? My, I don't know. My favorite fight scene in this battle is I really enjoy Grit finally being able to rip someone's head off after threatening literally everyone with that, you know, the death sentence. The entire comic. Right, the entire comic. He's like, I'm going to rip your head off. And he never gets to do it until the very end. And it, to though, no surprise, <laughs> he did it. <laughs> and also, to to no one's surprise, Gigatron betrays Drift. Of course. Yeah, I saw that coming. There's betrayals within betrayals here, which is fantastic. It's just Decepticon way. It's the Decepticon way. What are yep. our thoughts on the ending where Grit lives, tosses his Decepticon badge, Ratchet convinces Drift to rejoin the Lost Light as a friend, not as an Autobot, and we can assume Gigatron Gigatron probably got exploded or torn apart by the the hard army, I mean stone army. Uh, I, it's interesting. I want to see if we're going to see him again because I don't know uh, if he's going to be like if this is just they left it open just in case and they never came back to it or we'll actually see him have a, a more impactful role later on. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the laugh. I don't know how to respond to you, Kilo, but I will say I wish Grit well, and I hope to see him soon. And Fair enough. Do we want to move on to Rodstar rating? Yeah. I mean, this is a short one, kind of, because it's a short one. Yeah. You want to go first then? Yeah. 
for a story about getting drift back and you know as well as also giving us some a little bit more origin story from him i'm gonna give it a four you know uh i i liked it i feel like uh it was like a cool short story but it didn't like it it would fill in some gaps it wasn't like the best of the best so i was gonna give it a 3.5 rot stars yeah i think 3.5 is what i would give this as well i think the pacing was really quick they could have used maybe another issue to fill in some more, you know, time, some more yeah, for sure. build up. I would have liked to seen something else than a stone army because that that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But it's Transformers. Yeah. Nothing makes sense. Whatever. But you know, <laughs> three point five. It. It's a weird, weird uh, knockoff of the mummy. <laughs> wow. Well, listeners, okay. what did you think of these comics? How many Rod Stars would you give it? Let us know by leaving a comment below. So we don't have any emails for you to read to you today, but you can send us an email at swervesbarpodcast at gmail.com. That is S-W-E-R-V-E-S-B-A-R podcast at gmail.com. Are you two ready for Transformers More Than Meets the Eye Volume 9? I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, listeners, you've stuck around with us long enough. Let's get into the giveaway details. Time for another giveaway. We'll be doing a poll for the next couple weeks on our Twitter for possible giveaways. So be sure to go and vote on what the prize will be at the end of the giveaway. This event will run until August 8th at the beginning of Season 3 of the podcast when we review Transformers Titans Return. That's when we'll announce the winner. Now, how to enter this giveaway. First, you must subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at Swerve's Bar. But you are probably wondering... Hey Onyx, I'm already subscribed to both of those. Well, don't you worry. You can get additional entries by leaving a comment on any video coming out on YouTube from today forward. That's right. Any video that comes out from Swerve's Bar from today forward. You can also gain additional entries by retweeting or commenting on our Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. So good luck out there. Good luck. Yep. Good luck. If you vote. I may take it. <laughs> if you kidding. don't vote. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Kilo, do you have something that you would like to say to the listeners? Yes. Uh, in addition to that, I've been streaming over on Twitch Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time because that's when the signal from Cybertron reaches Earth. And I've been streaming a variety of different games. Uh, I've played some Phasmophobia with Onyx and uh, doing some more Bioshock. So if you want to hang out and see some cool games you're welcome to join me you can find me at twitch.tv slash kilobyte prime and if you've enjoyed this episode consider sharing it with your friends and subscribing if you want to help out the show even further we have started a patreon all of the proceeds will go to supporting the show and keeping the lights on of course we have some tiers that offer other forms of gratitude such as 3d printed files and entry to our discord channel when Season 3 releases, you'll even get early access to our comic reviews a week before they're publicly released. And as always, we hope you're all staying safe out there. Thank you so, so much for listening. And till all are one. Till all are one. Till all are one. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Swerves Bar Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Swerves Bar. If you're interested in more content, Try checking out the spinoff D&D series, Transform Rollout. The first season, Rise of the World Killers, is completely out now.
Let us tune in for a preview now. Outstanding. Oh, how I wish I was an Oscar Mayer wiener con. Well, she's dead now. Try to um, shoot him with the pistols and try to get his attention again. I don't know if that's how this works, but we're going to try it. Roll the hit. There's a 12 hit. You fire off, but uh, the pressure to maintain the distraction is a bit too much and you end up missing. Oh boy. And I will, I would like to power links with bug shield. You power links and you do the cool trick shot animation from the Armada series where you both shoot up and twirl. Oh wait, this sounds like Sarah Moon still. He is the um, one named <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, except for Mantix, roll me a constitution with disadvantage. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. oh no! Oh my God! Hold strong! This is gonna turn so fast, so fast. Um, I did we ever fully heal before we came over? Did you? I didn't hear anything. Nope, we're not healed. So no. I guess oh. I gotta start rolling my uh, Constitution savings. Yo, already? Oh no! Go ahead no. and roll that first one. Oh no! <laughs> Shockwave turns to you, Strato, and takes a blast. Let's see if it hits. There's a 24 or a 27. I'm assuming that hits, sir. And this is with his larger cannon on his main arm, dealing a total of 32 points of damage. (laughs) Okay, I'm down to zero. Oh, what am I going to do if you all die? Cry. I'm getting the vibe that Primus really doesn't plan on us any of us surviving. There's going to be a Hail Mary moment somewhere along the lines. It is now Strato's turn, Storm's turn. You may roll a save and let's see what happens. The panic. The panic. What? I've never killed a player before. I'm going to cry. Outstanding. Not okay. I didn't didn't think this was going to happen. I'm an awful Prime. Yeah, you are. So about that ending. So yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no, saddest. Oh no. <laughs> Fascinating. There's also a YouTube channel with bonus content with a link provided below. And if you are so inclined, you can support us on Patreon where you can get even more bonus content such as several 3D files and access to their Discord. Links will be provided below. End transmission.